Yo, yo. What's up? All right, June. All right, cool, cool. First time to have summer classes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so hard to focus. Like, um, Is it just like a couple weeks or like does it go all summer? It, one of them is all of June and then the other one is June and July. But the one that's all of June is just so much. It's like a chapter a day, exam every week. It's intense, but accounting is a boot camp. It's it's not even about the knowledge of it. He said, like, he said accounting is a boot camp. <laughs> it is. It's, they just throw information at you because it has nothing to do with your what you're actually going to be doing. Uh, I don't mean they just want to scare off people, but oh, weed out the dummies. That's what like a lot of people believe college should be like making it more harder, and it weeds out the dummies. And does. I mean, because it's mainly, you know, a lot of, most of school is just about discipline. It's not even about like the knowledge of it. You know, that, that's a whole rabbit hole we can get into. But um, let's see. It's the Shy Five Podcast episode 65. I always forget. Can't get that right or wrong. Uh, 65. Um, I right, shout out to YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Um, let's see. What a week. <laughs> uh, and every, to people listening on audio, I am a white Caucasian man. And the co-host slash guest is a black African-American man, just for context, <laughs> just to get that out there. Um, and I might start sentences just for clips saying, starting off as a black African-American man, blah, blah, and blah, blah, blah. So context. Um, the, the Black Brother Barnes podcast. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What do you want to start with? Throw something out there. Um, I guess since like a lot of my friends went, I didn't go because I was feeling under the weather. But uh, I, I wish I would have gone. You know, mm-hmm. the, the George Floyd is from like Houston. He's from Third Ward. Yeah. And, and they just yeah, they just had like the biggest protest ever this past week. It was sixty thousand people attended the protest. They walked oh. from Discovery, Discovery Green Park to City Hall, which is about 10 blocks but 60,000 people showed up at 3 p.m. in Houston, Texas in June in the heat. Yeah. Mhm. The protest. Uh, yeah, all around all cities. Um Yeah, pretty wild. Uh you didn't you didn't want oh you were under the weather. Yeah. Hmm. But like I think I think things will stay like this for the next 3 to 6 months, but I kind of like it just mm-hmm. because I can see everybody's true colors because, like, I have, like, a firm, like, belief, like, the only, there are only three times people tell the truth when they're drunk, they're kids. <laughs> Wait, when they're drunk and what? When they're drunk, when they're a kid. You know, kids always tell the truth. No yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when you're on, like, your deathbed, like, you tell the truth. So this is, like, the fourth yeah, this is like the fourth. Like when chaos happens, you see people's true colors. Like you see everybody on social media that's like a racist, or you see everybody on social media that's like 
they got to argue with everybody and everything like black lives matter like fake activists and like all that stuff because like i kind of like it because i'm like all right i see people's true intentions. <laughs> yeah um yeah a uh, lot of emotions in the air i get it um yeah but yeah social media definitely um let's see you said it exposes people um yeah like i guess like uh recently the drew Brees and the jake Fromm, right jake 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 Fromm's was way worse than drew Brees. jake's Fromm was on a whole nother stratosphere uh i i listened to a clip real quick about on first take about it and the host and apparently so it was like a te- some text message and he said something, but I don't know what he said, but at the end he said, ha ha. Yes. <laughs> like, and yeah, all that, it's just like, there's no room to uh, hide anymore. The more technology there is now. Yeah. Cause all your texts are going to get exposed and like, you can't, yes. you can't do anything. So. I mean, okay. Like it goes both ways. So, like you remember like, Dante DiVincenzo, who you and I both agree is the biggest finesser <laughs> of money of all time. So those he guys had some wild tweets. <laughs> yes. So like he was a first round draft pick, and people like went back from when he was like eleven years old, and like had tweets that he he first relation I have had a Twitter. He was like in the fifth or sixth grade. What was he doing? <laughs> I don't know. And then like, <laughs> but it's like almost bad now because it's like you have to overthink now before you press send because like people are canceling people for like one tweet or like one mistake or just something that they don't like like i'm just like man like i think like three or four times before i press send now because i'm like man i mean i ever be able to get a job or something because you know if i say one bad thing everybody's like oh black brother yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously i mean because everyone will cancel you yeah it's just i thought we were canceling cancel culture but now it's back (laughs) yeah and it's the worst it it like it's like the whole last decade was preparing for this peak cancel culture i mean everyone because i mean like you just everyone's just walking on eggshells here it's just like you can't make everyone happy so like why even try to like just tweet something actively? Yeah, like when I'm on social media now, like I feel like I'm walking on a tightrope when I think about mm. posting. I'm like, man, one bad thing, they're gonna push me over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, I don't care about like, I, of course, like there's bad things canceled, but like some people are like getting, you know, quote unquote canceled just for like something slight that is, you know, not popular. But mm-hmm. you're like that person is technically right, but that's not the like, yeah, it's really it's weird. Um, I mean, that Drew Brees thing, like, what, what did he say again? He was like more about he looked he at said, it from the flag, from the uh, like family and stuff, yeah. So he said, like, I disagree, or I think it's disrespectful to anybody who doesn't you know stand for the flag he's like i think about my two grandpas that served in the military during that time 
And like when I stare and look at the flag during the anthem, basically it just reminds me of like unity. Is this perfect country? Is this country perfect? No, but whenever I stand and put my hand over my heart, I'm saying like, we're in this together. And it's like a unity symbol, which like, that's fine. I do think, even though Drew Brees has his right to have his own opinion and like, that's fine and perfect. I do think the timing of it was just uh, the reason why people got so upset. So it's just like, you have to be more empathetic about what's going on in the country right now than like stake that right now. Cause it's like, that'd be like me, like, you know, so something like awful happened. I'd be like, Oh, well basically like, I disagree with this certain thing. It's like, dude, like somebody just lost their life because like injustice, like let's hold that opinion. Like let's, let's wait on it. Right. So like, like there, like, Drew Brees is technically right, mm-hmm. technically, but like you know, again the timing, you know, canceled. So like people are getting canceled even with being technically right. You but know, also, I feel like Drew needs to be more conscious because like yeah, the, the league you play for is seventy percent black. Mm-hmm. So like you know, be like hey, like I'm not gonna comment on that. Like I got to go talk to my teammates, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and like understand something that maybe i'm missing or something for a comment like it's perfectly fine like i actually respect a person when they don't know something about something they'd be like hey like let me do some research and i'll get back to you because like i don't want to speak on it if i don't know about it but like if you just like you know blow smoke out of your behind like i don't want to hear it yeah like mm. yeah it's like and and then people are like even you know drew Brees' comment right and wrong bad timing i don't know it's just like uh people are scared to like come out and say something um yeah um you know uh i was gonna say you know who's never scared the conspiracy theorists they, uh-huh. they're, the, they're the boldest people we got what conspiracy theorists have you looked at or this is this is one person on my twitter she is a major conspiracy uh, and like she's like all the corona and the racial tensions are just you know it's just a loophole because hillary clinton's emails she secretly went to trial this week like she's just like an extreme like conspiracy theorist yeah yeah there's i mean they're all flying around because like there are valid things to it um because there's so much going on um i've seen the weirdest conspiracy I've seen, not cons- uh, it was about like the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, well, I don't know, the officer. Um, yeah. So someone like threw these facts in. So apparently they worked together in the same thing for 17 years. Yeah, like a club or something. Yeah, and so, again, I don't believe any of this. I'm just like throwing it out there, like just like, when you if you do think about it long enough you're like interesting right um the 17 years thing and the fact that the officer had his knee on the guy's neck for eight minutes right staring at a phone and like the other three officers were just like in on it like Mm -hmm. all of that factors i'm just like that's a weird thing it's surprisingly evil of human of the human species but it's really weird how can you like just stand on someone's neck like and that's where i was like is there a back motivation but 
you know, I'm not going there, but I'm just saying, like, it was a weird sequence, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm glad they upped the charge from third to second degree. I yeah. didn't want to. I didn't want it to go to first degree murder because I don't think you can prove it was premeditated, but I think second degree, you can justify it and prove it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um... I, like, I like your point about um, on uh, you posted on your Instagram story about how like all these music labels and companies who have predominantly black artists signed to them aren't doing anything. Don't even get me started on the music industry and just all these corporations they don't care. <laughs> it's it's sad, yes, but they don't care. Because, uh, but yeah, the music industry for sure is like nasty because, you know, they all make statements and, you know, the Blackout Tuesday thing, which I don't even, uh, I didn't understand that. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it because I didn't understand. I said, Wait, what? I was, I was wondering why I got my timeline. I said, <laughs> right. I said, what happened to my post? I said, let me check my settings. I said, was there an upgrade I missed? So I was so confused. <laughs> I was really confused, too. <laughs> what's what's uh, selfishly, because it was my birthday. And yeah. so I was like, I got an Instagram. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it's like, I was like, what are we doing here? And so... That that all is just it gives me a headache. All that Blackout Tuesday, music industry, statements from co- corporations, all of it is like just fake activism. It's fake. It's not yes. authentic. Yeah. Okay, like, so I'm glad oh you my brought, goodness. I'm glad you brought that up because yesterday you've seen this. Like have you seen like if you're like an African American, whether it's a man or woman, yes. they're like I am a, a black man. Like it's like I got tagged in that yesterday, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." And, I, and then I just literally I said, I said, "Okay," and then I was just like, "Okay," by me posting a nice picture of myself and tagging eight other people like it wants me to do. Like, what is that actually gonna do? Like, that's just like fake woke. Like, hey, like I did something. I made like a quick little platform. I took my stance. My move. But like you're not doing anything actively to solve the problem or be part of the solution. Like I've looked up research on like how I can join like the NAACP chapter, like where I live, like do some like actual like stuff that will benefit from that. But like, everybody thinks like, oh, let me go type something up real quick. Hey look, I did something. Yeah. Or I'm about to I'm about to go right at some some white people's necks. Yes, <laughs> somebody's you know, Christian white people, they will travel overseas to Africa every summer, pick up a black baby, make a post, come back to the United States, and not do a dang thing whenever injustice happens on a black person on their home soil. But they'll go next summer and pick up that black baby and be like, <laughs> look what him, look what Jesus is teaching me and blah, blah, blah. No, nah, it ain't enough. Yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it, it's so annoying and like you know me i'm like i'm very action oriented i don't care about words you're talking it's cool it's cute it's fun but if there's no action i would rather have more actions than talking than the other way around and it's it's just so nasty it's cool don't get me wrong but it's just like people just feel like i feel like people just trying to impress acquaintances and um 
yeah, uh, so, uh, and like people are, yeah, the, the whole music industry thing, it's just like, you think, you think they're going to do something now? Like, you, it's like, it, it, it's just, and uh, you know, people just want things changed now, but it can't, it's got to take years and decades and it's not just going to happen if you riot for the next three months. It's cool to riot. It's like, whatever, do your thing. But like, it's not like change. Microsoft isn't going to be like, oh, we got to hire two black people now. Like, <laughs> board, yeah. like, um, okay. yeah, like, I get, I get that point. And like, I agree with you. I think that obviously like, you know, the rioting and tearing up stuff isn't going to help because a lot of these owners, own like businesses that are being destroyed or like black owned minority people own like you just don't know who you're tearing up like i agree with, like the protest and all that stuff like i think it'll make a change like eventually because of course there's legislation to be passed so these people will calm down but the whole fact that, like you know the threat of like 50 black businesses like owned it was like if these people weren't doing that beforehand what makes you think they're magic gonna start doing it now yeah yeah i don't yeah, it's like now y'all wanna <laughs> do this weird like this activism thing. Like now is the time to fight racism. No, but it's bad because like this fake activism, people make millions of dollars off to being a fake activist and they don't care about a cause. They're yeah. just playing along people for money. Mm-hmm. It's a nasty, nasty game. And yeah, so it's nasty. Um, it, it almost feels like a, like a, like social media wise, where it's just like, just judging or pocket watching people. I don't know. It's just, it just feels like a, what crabs in a bucket type of mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you can't, you got to do that. No, you got to do that. Uh, it's just got to be more action. And like what, like the NFL, I know, like, and like I saw the NFL made some video this morning with the players, cool, right? Like, I don't, yeah. cancel me at any time. You have my, <laughs> you have permission. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, music industry, it's not going to do anything. Um, and I think... Oh, back to this. Uh, like seeing all this, all this activism, all this mess. Half the country votes. Like only half. Thank um, you. Like, it's, and also, and it's even horribly worse in the local governments. Like twenty percent. Right. Vote. Like, get out of here with your activism. Like, you can't even vote in a local government, which is honestly might be almost as important as a presidential election because it's your community. With the president election, you're just voting for, like, one person, identity, like, two parties, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, I – weirdly, I have voted in every – possible election i think yeah 2014 was my first time um but yeah it's just seeing all this and you know i'm sure you have peers too that were like i'm not gonna vote 
you know, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. And now they're like activists. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, that's what I, made, I made like a tweet the other day because like I voted in every possible election too because like I just believe like as a black man, like people literally died for my rights. So like anytime I have the eligible right to vote and I'm able to get to the polls, I'm going to vote. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I don't want to hear your protesting and rioting in June if you're just going to sit home in November when the big election happens. You're just going to sit home in general and don't vote because, like, the problem is you're right. Number one, we don't vote enough as a country. Only half of us vote in a presidential election is even yeah. worse in your own local election. But it's like, I don't get people that don't vote in their own local elections. So I'm like, if you want something to change within, like, your own constituents in your own region, like, why aren't you going to the poll? Yeah. Like, I hate the whole people that are like, well, my vote ain't gonna mean anything, so we ain't gonna vote. Yeah. Um, and that's like the most minimum thing you can do, I feel like, to change things. Um, and, like, do these petitions on Twitter actually work? Bro, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I I see I'm asking that. the tough questions here. Every other tweet is a petition for something new. And I'm just like, hold on. How many of these do we really need for this to become effective? I have never signed a petition. No, I've never signed a petition that ultimately did something. And uh, I don't know. Like, my, my thing is, why don't we, like, write our, like, you know, our congressmen more, like, whoever is, like, our district representative, like, why do we, like, take, like, little small steps in that, like, why we got to go on social media and be, like, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a a lot of yelling out there. Um, I guess for you, as a white man, since you played basketball your life, you had to be around, like, different cultures, since, you know, basketball is a majority African-American sport, like, when did you first realize that one, like, racism and, like, systematically, like, exist? And two, like, how did you learn to, like, I guess, coexist or, like, be a good teammate with everybody despite the color of their skin? Because I'm sure everybody everybody has prejudice, whether no matter what race you are. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you know the joke. I was, I was the white kid that was around in case the police showed up. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that joke. Um, or like, you gotta have, like, every group of black people has to have one white kid in right. case something happens. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, so what was it? Um, I have been really chill in this situation just because I was like, I've seen this before with the whole Trayvon Ferguson era of this. I mean, right now it's much worse, but it was with me being at a, I was at an all black school. (laughs) There's that side. (laughs) Well, I was one of three white kids at this school and you know, you have that topic showing up every, you, you have the, you have the teacher saying something snarky, every morning which rightfully so and so you you're just forced to understand like prejudices and 
So yeah, I um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I can't think of a time where I was like, oh, I have white privilege. You know, I was <laughs> I just, I just knew I was the most popular skin color of the country. Right. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, what examples are you like looking for? I'm just looking for like anything, like a time where you're like, whoa, like that's racist. Like that's pushier. Like, whoa, like they look at me differently because I'm white. Like, I mean, I'm sure like you've received like hatred or something from like your teammates because of your privilege that you have. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, the, um, you know, there's always like a slight prejudice. It's nothing serious or anything against like, you know, white kids in basketball, just because like, <laughs> you're not going to be the stats, the stats, you're not going to go to the NBA. You know, it's like, it's very <laughs> rare. So it's just like, oh, this white kid's guarding me, man, I got this. You know, it's the, the confidence. <laughs> confidence. Uh, yeah. So like, um, I was in regards to people and they're like looking at me weird. Um, you know, coach pointing me, I got a white boy on my, on the guarding me. Um, I was a shooter. Yeah. Or no, literally anytime I would go into a game, they'd be like, shooter. <laughs> I'd be like, fam, you haven't even seen me play. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, being at a, you know, all black school and being at an all white school, and then being at the elementary, it was very like mixed. It was like Hispanic, black, white. Um, I, I don't know. I just understood that I was the most, you know, again, most popular skin color. And I think I said this like last week, when you're the most like popular culture of something, mm-hmm. you're, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just like you're, the outside world is more comfortable with right. you. So, you know, I just took that as a comfort level of other people. Yeah, I don't um How about you? Any? Oh, well, I think, like, for me, like, mine's, like, the exact opposite. Like, I grew up in the suburbs of Houston. So, like, yeah. I went to all white schools and like our majority white schools I should say and you know obviously like there was like the comments like oh like the little slap a slap on the wrist like backhand compliments like oh you're a a white kid in a black man's body or oh like you talk white like you don't sound like the rest and like stuff like that so I was just like man like people really like stereotype black people they think we really act this way like when it's not the case like I just learned to kind of like get over it and laugh which I shouldn't have back then I should have like stood up for myself but like even like on DBU like it was always cringy like talking about like race relations in a class because like you just hear some people's takes and be like "Ooh, that's what you think about me <laughs> on the inside <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. but like I just learned that racism is, is easily taught but just because it's taught it can be easily unlearned it's just a bad habit you can teach yourself out of a bad habit but these people are just choosing not to at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why this is such a 
he, why racism is such a huge deal. Like, I don't get why we got a debate over it. It's like, why do people really think that, like, you're superior to somebody because of your skin color? Like, why are we even arguing about this? But it's just because that it's been taught for generations and it's just going to be continued to be passed down. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the whole, like, compliment, like, oh, you're, you know, like, I've heard black girls say when people are like, oh, you're cute for a black girl. I'm like, yeah. I made sure whenever I like compliment someone, I was like, I would never like, you're this because you're that. I'm like, no, you're just that because you're that. Like, <laughs> I don't like, you're just fine. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah. And like, I never went into, no, like, you know, back like in high school and stuff. I never like was, this is my, what I believe. And this is right. Like, I let people talk. You got to let people talk. You got to let people frustrate their concerns. Everyone has a different culture. And I, you know, yeah, we have our races. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, you can say we're all descendants from Adam, blah, 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 you know, all that mess. But at the end of the day, we're separating mostly from our cultures, like our backgrounds, right. too. So, yeah, um, so yeah, the compliment thing or like the, you're cute because of that was like always cringy to me. <laughs> um, yeah, this is weird, but, um, uh, I just never thought of it that way. Cause I was just like, if somebody like, if I was going to say like, oh, you're cute for like a white girl, I'd be like, man, I like. I'm disrespecting like all the rest, of, like the white girls out there saying like, they're ugly, you know, like, I'm like, it's so disrespectful. Like, if somebody were to come up to me and be like, oh, you cute for a black man, I'd be like, what about the rest of us out here? Mm. Um, or, like, whenever there would be situations of, you know, of someone, of some of the race suggesting we, you know, these are very small things you, like, observe, like, um, you know, after a basketball game, some kid would be like, let's go to some good restaurant. Um, but it's in South Dallas. I was open to it. I was like, okay, I'm not, a lot of people would be like, oh, uh, I don't know. But I'll just be like, you know what? I have 10 other people. I'm fine. Like, I'm, you just got to embrace it. Most of nah, the time. Nah, you was like, oh, we're going to Oak Cliff to you? Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's South, that's South Dallas. I don't know, it's weird. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just the embracement part of everything. I never was like super like, no, we're not gonna do that because I feel dang, I feel scared. Now, if there's like some dumb situations, I wasn't gonna get involved in. But um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I feel like every kid should like go to like an all something school. Just for like, <laughs> just for like a week. Just I'm like so serious. Like experiencing growth. that was very, what'd you say? I said character growth. Yeah. Like it's just experiencing that grew me a lot just because like that was a whole, that was the ex other extreme side of like life. And mm -hmm. so I don't know, you just understand things. It's just like when you have, when you have kids, you're going to be plotting. You'll be like, hmm. 
that's all Hispanic district. Yeah, <laughs> it's an all black district. Now, you what you gonna do? You gonna make your kids go to like an all white elementary school, <laughs> an all Hispanic middle school, and an all black high school? You gonna yeah. get all? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just weird. Just gotta be open minded, but not too open minded. What do you make of like, you know, the National Guard being like called to Washington D.C. and like all that stuff? Martial law. Yeah, martial law. You know, people are like, oh, we're on the verge of going to martial law. Like the National Guard's already been called to D.C. and like, you know, it's only soon because like, you know, you can't deploy active, active duty military people unless you declare martial law as the president. Um, I was scared for a second because I was like, you know, if, you know, that whole, if they, sh- if they loot, they shoot thing. Um, <laughs> yes. I was scared for a second because I was like, New York people, they'll loot. Unfearably, un- whatever, without scared without being scared and so i was like so if they loot and if they like the military follows what trump says i'm like are they just gonna shoot down like hundreds of people like i was just like kind of scaredly fearfully wake like thought i was gonna wake up to like there's been 200 people shot in new york because they started looting you know because it made it you know wasn't it was kind of almost that simple like they were right and so nothing's happened um that we like martial law ish but i mean the riots they've kind of really calmed down so did it work i in a weird i don't know i, I, don't, I, think, I don't know much about that so I think, I think a lot of people are like satisfied right now with all the three other officers being charged with aiding and abetting and the initial officers charge getting up from third degree to second degree. But if these people aren't convicted, however long it takes for the the court to display the whole case, I think we're going to go right back to rioting. <laughs> yeah. If, they uh, say, if, if you hear a not guilty verdict, it's over. <laughs> not guilty verdict. Yeah. Um, do you remember watching Trayvon's? I watched that like it was a it was a TV a soap opera every day. Every day. <laughs> I remember like oh, I I gotta go back to school tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. I stayed up then. I stayed up the day they said George Zimmerman is not guilty. I said, "Ooh, school about, <laughs> school about to be lit tomorrow." Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Um. Is he like the Rodney King of our generation? Sadly. Ooh. Like Trayvon. Like he's starting this like massive wave, you know? Oh man. Uh, I would say George Floyd would be that right now, but yeah, at, our time, at, at our time frame, I would definitely say cases I will always remember is Casey Anthony getting away with murder in 2006. Uh, Trayvon Martin's case. Yeah, those are the two that stick with me. Like, yeah, Trayvon Martin definitely started something. Because that was the whole, like, stand your ground law. You know, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people hate hate that law. And so, like, it made that law much more prevalent. But 
I do think now the Congress is trying to introduce a bill to make police officers not get immunity whenever police brutality mm-hmm. situations happen. So like, you know, there's some kind of awareness going on. Like I believe like everything, something good's going to come out of these riots and protests. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. Let's talk change. You brought up the immunity thing. So I've, I am, um, I saw that policemen have this thing, qualified immunity, where like they, they're very insured, right? They're very like, if they die or like if they shoot someone, they're very protected. And Mm -hmm. it's, um, uh, I don't know how long it's been in law, but that looks like that's going to be the main thing changed out of all this um qualified immunity um do you agree with him having it in the first place okay my thing was like i didn't necessarily i don't know enough about why they put it into place so i'd have to go look that up first Mm -hmm. but on the surface level i'm like okay, if you just do a thorough investigation after every police officer shoots somebody and you determine whether it was excessive force or is justifiable for them to shoot, case dismissed. But if it's not, why are they doing, why are they, why are they having immunity? Like, why do they need that? Like, why can't you just take it by case by case basis and be like, look into it. Yeah. Determine, determine whether a charge will be brought or dropped or whatever and like go about it. I don't understand why they need it in their first place because they're already sort of protected because they're the police. Like they're one of the only professions where they ultimately choose the fate of you. They choose whether they're going to give you a citation. They choose whether you're going to live. They choose whether you're going to die. They're one of the only professions that do that. Mm-hmm. And I also don't like the whole, like, you know, you heard the bad apples. Like, you know, yeah. there's a few bad, I, it makes me cringe every time somebody says that now because I'm just like, you know, like, there are certain professions where you don't get that luxury. Mm-hmm. Like a pilot, a pilot can't be like, yeah, you know, American airlines, we've got a few bad pilots, but you know, <laughs> they're cool. you know, a few, yeah. of them can't land a, a few of them can't land a plane, but like, no, like they need more training. I think they need more mental, mental illness tests. They need a, a class like on racism and racial history. Uh, they need more like, just behavior psychological training and you know it only takes about two months or so to become a police officer like maybe we need to in- make it more intense maybe we need to make them go to school a little long yeah um i mean it stinks yeah it's we're on both sides because no one wants to be a police officer i feel like there's not many people that you know that's why i feel like the demand is so high um, and I feel like some of them are just like ex veterans and they're just like, you know what? I know how to shoot a gun and, <laughs> and, um, I've been in war. What's a uh, neighborhood going to do? Um, and I do understand, I do understand why they, I think in, implemented the immunity thing. Um, just because I guess when they first made, I don't know, I don't know my history, but like when they first made police officers, they were probably like, okay, you're the top position right now. Well, and we need a lot of you right now. So we're just going to give y'all 
crazy insurance. Like if y'all shoot someone just because they're scared, you know, and you know, now that just needs to be updated. Um, you know, I, I think that's the main thing <laughs> with the, the theme of this year is just like the updates on uh, just life, big life things and like police officer. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you can do like a pull it back halfway. Cause I feel like they would need something special, right? Or am I just honestly like I don't have like enough information, but like <clears throat> on like that same like line of like conversation, like I saw that they lynching is not a federal crime <laughs> or like a federal hate crime. I saw that. I was like, wait, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> I was like hold on. <laughs> I, I, I was like, hold on. This is a thing. Um, like, it's still not a federal, like, hate crime. Like, how is lynching not a hate crime? <laughs> it's an option still, you know. Um, <laughs> um, I was looking up some stats. I was a little surprised at the stat of, uh, you know, you always think of the racist, most, you know, Racist states are like Alabama, Mississippi. There's one other in that strip, the Southeast basically. But flip it over, that's where the most black people are. So yes. I was like kind of surprised about that. I was like, well, huh. you know, shot, you know, we down here down <laughs> south because we, we ain't going nowhere cold. We ain't, <laughs> yeah. we, that's the one thing we ain't doing. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was that was a weird. What was the most like racist state, or what region was the most racist? Uh, no, most black people. No, like, did you say like? No, I just like you know the stereotype of oh, the yeah. most racist is Alabama. <laughs> you know the Confederacy. Is, uh, um, DC has the most black people though. Okay. Randomly, they're just up there. Like, is this? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, southeast and then DC. Um. But I'm gonna say, um, where was I going with that? I feel like it would be the Midwest if I had to like guess. The Midwest. Yes. Cleveland. No, I feel like you know, like the whole like Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska. Oh, races. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they just haven't had the opportunity either to be racist. So. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they, they next up. They this is on the bench. <laughs> They call it next. Yeah, like North Dakota. <laughs> they, we'll they, see. They, we'll they, see when black people move to North Dakota. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Look, man, unless they're giving out free stuff, we ain't moving up there. <laughs> um, just like you uh, won't move to you won't move to Wisconsin if you got a million dollar job. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not moving to Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that their capital? Of yeah, that, that's like somebody's first name. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Um, but you know, with the whole social media thing, people are so like, I think we talked about this yesterday, racism is back, blah, blah, blah. It never left. And so, you know, you have all these Karens coming around and so they just, they just seem like, I think just people are just more self-aware now. I don't think it's just more abundant. It's just like, Oh, let me pull out my phone now. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't want to get that misconstrued. Like, no, Karens aren't just be- suddenly becoming like you know what? It's time to be racist. 
they like it was just how they were in the first place. Um, and also, there was ridiculous one I saw of like a it was like a black mom and her kids, and the kids was riding some like toy car, mm-hmm. and the Karen like white mom is like calling nine one one because the kid didn't have a license to drive <laughs> the toy car. <laughs> you know, at that point, I'm just like, what in the world? I was, that was like really absurd. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, and I feel like also people should get off social media too because it can really hijack your emotions. Right. And that's a powerful tool. Like, you got to protect your attention and emotions because, yeah, all of this is happening right now, but there's still life going on. Right. Dow is already up again. Um, Yeah, so it's just, like, make sure. That's, like, like one thing I, like, had to, like, correct because, like, you know, like, in college, I was always on, like, social media and all that stuff. Like, now I try to, like, be more conscious of being off of social media. I'm still on my phone a lot, which I'm trying to work on, but, like, I think for me, like when I go see all these tweets, like I used to like get like fired up and like be like, I need to go say something, like comment on everything. But now I'm just like, man, like if I keep giving these people the attention that they want and all that stuff, like it's going to drive me insane. Yeah. And, you know, everyone thinks they're important. You know, <laughs> they got to make a statement. Um, I mean, yeah. I want to even go on like a social media cleanse, like where I don't like use it for 30 days and like just see like how it goes and like stuff like that. Like I think it's important that everybody like, does that because like we're the last generation that didn't technically grow up with technology all these other kids behind us they have had it since birth yeah and um was it social media yeah during these times um you what did you just say something cleanse social media cleanse um blah 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 yeah, and also, like, with social media and everything and just seeing everybody's thoughts, we're not meant to see everybody's thoughts for a reason because we're going to go crazy. We go insane because we're not – it's the whole thing with, you know, having, like, you know, people think they need, like, 100 to 200 friends. Right. Is not, like, humanly good for you in the first place, you know. So, um, yeah, you just, like – when I was like, there was a couple of days, the George Floyd video was just constantly on, you know, everywhere. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's good that it's everywhere, but I, you know, I had to be selfish and be like, you know what? I'm tired of seeing a death, you know, <laughs> every time I'm trying to enjoy myself. Um, yeah. So it's just like, you got to retract a little bit and just, um, yeah. Contain your emotions. I mean, yeah. I get the frustrated, like, yeah, frustrated, throw a riot. Um, but emotional hijacking is a real thing. Like, <laughs> if, the, if someone can know how predictable you are with their emotions, they control you. Um, I, I did a project on emotional hijacking in college. I made, like, a whole, like, presentation. Like, I'm thinking about, like, just sharing it to my Facebook because, like, I feel like now more than ever, it's just, like, people need to, like, hear that stuff because, like, they don't realize, like, 
when somebody says something, you don't always have to give them the satisfaction and react to it because that's what they want. A lot of people go on social media for attention. They know they're going to get it because somebody's always, they can't restrain themselves. A lot of people can't restrain themselves anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that's election 101. You know, it's like, all right, we need a, we need the black vote or the white vote or the Hispanic vote. Let's make a call on, you know, we know how predictable each culture is. I mean, that's just everything. Um, that, that topic can get super deep. But um, there's, there is another side of the, you know, stop talking, let's make action stuff that I'm kind of like, I'm trying to push, but I've always kind of thought it's like, um, was you know, minorities aren't in these like company boards, these, uh, the board at Google, Microsoft, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then you look at the stats of, like, I remember you pointing out, like, there's only 1 million African-Americans with a master's degree. Right. And I don't know, I feel like the biggest action you can take if you don't like something is to take their job <laughs> authority. You know, it's like, right. that's the ultimate action. Like I remember right before I left for college, there was some stat, obviously I don't know the stat right now because it was back in 2015 and my dad shared it with me. He was like, I'm just trying to motivate you as you go to college. It was like, at the time, it was like 52% of black males only have a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Of that of that 52%, only roughly about, I can't remember the like 24 to 26% of them had a bachelor's degree. And of that percentage, less than 7% of them had a master's degree. And of that percentage, only 0.3% of them had a doctorate degree. And I was like, well, we need to start getting like better like with education. Like We need to start educating ourselves and like taking their jobs. Yeah, um, because, I mean, you can have so many, like, the racist, that racist person you're thinking of, he might hire you because you bring in income. <laughs> like, yeah. like, my thing has always been, like, you don't have to like me, but you're going to respect me, and if I can produce, yeah, you're going you're gonna to have to hire me. Um. Yeah, I, like that is the ultimate action. And that's the ultimate power move. Yeah, that's the very, and I like it because it's mean. You know, it's it's like, vicious. I like it. Like it's like a gets my competitiveness going. But um, uh, that's okay. Back the weird, it's cringy. That's why I weirdly kind of liked basketball because I was like. The only white kid out there. I had like something to prove a little bit. It was kind of fun, but um, so yeah, it's just like that's the ultimate change. Like, and you know, cry today and like take their job tomorrow if you don't like them like that. And so, um, and like back, you know, these you think Microsoft like saw that Blackout Tuesday stuff and was like, you know what, like we should make a change, or you know, they're just I don't know. Um, and, and with that, um, that's why I was very open-minded and this is a very silly situation that happened two years ago, but I was, I was open-minded. It was the whole 
Kanye and Trump thing. Right. He was Kanye was getting killed. Understandably so. But like he's meeting with the president. Like (laughs) isn't this the whole purpose of just like the movement? You got Kanye West, whose wife is powerful, meeting with the president. And also, um, I think last year Jay Z caught kind of he caught some flack with uh, with Roger Goodell, and like because he compromised on something real quick. But like, isn't that the whole purpose? Like, my thing is like Roger Goodell. <laughs> yes, you can have like these disagreements, and, like arguing, but like go tell them to their face. Go meet with them face to face. Yeah. Like, don't don't shy away from like the moment. Like, you know. If President Trump or somebody I didn't necessarily like love at the moment was like, "Hey, like I want to meet with you," I would go because I would be like, I, "I respect you. I'm not gonna yell at you or anything, but like, let's talk about our disagreements. Let's have an open conversation about it." But a lot of people don't like to have face to face anymore because it's just so easy to hide behind our little tablets, press yeah. send, and be about our business. Um, I think there was one time when like Jim Brown and um, some other faces met met with Trump. It was like uh Jim Brown, maybe Bill Russell, I don't whatever, like older black icons meet with Trump and I remember, you know, Trump, oh he's using them. And let's say he is using them. Hey. But Jim Brown's in the over office. <laughs> like Yeah. It's a baby step. So, yeah, that, that's all I'm just like. You got to get in the rooms first. Right. And that's back to my whole action thing. I'm just. You're just, fed up, Sean. I can see it on your face. Fucking. Ugh. I just. Uh, it, it, it's like a, like fake activism. It's cool to whatever, be fake here and there. But with the activism, like. A serious thing like that, <laughs> like that's just a horrible combo. Um, yeah, I don't. Let's let's see what you got. Anything other pressing? Oh, well, I guess if you, unless you want to change the topic, I have something else. But uh, no, one second. Wait, was it off? The, was that off topic? Yes. I don't, don't want to. Wait, wait. I thought of something real quick, real quick. Okay, good. Uh, as a black African American man, correct. <laughs> What's the most cringiest text post you have received from someone? <laughs> you gotta have some cringy text. Has there anybody that's been like, "I'm sorry"? Right now, actually, some of the cringiest texts I've gotten is like from white people that see what's going on, and they like text me, and it's just like. <laughs> I, I understand the gesture, but it comes off as cringe. Because, like, the only reason you're texting me is because, like, I'm black and you see what happened to George Floyd. Like, you don't really care about me and, like, what's going on. Oh, and then, oh, let me tell you. I asked something that t- triggered me the yesterday. So, somebody was asking me how I feel about the whole situation. And, like, you know, I'm just going to be honest, tell you how I feel. We'll have a conversation about it. Move on. No big deal. He triggered me because he told me that slavery really wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. And that what do you uh, say? <laughs> I, I had, had a good one. He was just like, 
you know, like they taught the women, the black women, how to cook, clean, and like be. Oh, I was, oh, I was not having it. I was <laughs> but besides that, the most cringiest text I've ever received about like my race or something. Oh, like uh, probably something like, oh wow, like you kill the notion that black men either like don't tip or like you kill the notion that black men like are you know like animals and thugs and criminals and i was just like really why they mention that <laughs> i was like what did i do the notion um uh yeah uh yeah because i saw some posts from some people and they're like thank you for all supporting I'll get back to y'all's text messages and then like you have that many text messages of people just like what are they texting you? Like that's what I'm like trying to figure out. They're texting um, most of these people yeah. are just like, I'm so like disturbed by what's going on in our country. I feel so sorry for you. Like we will fight for your injustices and all that stuff. I was like, okay, super. I'll uh, see you. Wham <laughs> wham wham. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, I I am glad that the Dallas, I'm glad that the city of Dallas, when they, they've always had a black police commissioner. We've always had that. I've always thought that was like kind of smart to do, you know? Um, so, um, I don't know, that was back to the whole, you know, black policing neighborhoods topic, but. Aren't they tearing up like the bar district and stuff down there in Deep Elm? Didn't they just like rip that to shreds? Yeah, a little bit. Not shreds, but um, one store got killed, and it was a black-owned business, like a small owner. And I was like, "That's the worst one to destroy bricks at." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, because um, it was a shoe. It was like a expensive shoe store. Um. Yeah, uh, but yeah, deep. Um, I actually got invited out to go that night. I was like, no, I'm just like not doing that. You weren't trying to go join the protest, bro? I'm not, no, like deep Ellen, like nights, like to the bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> also, with the protest, let me just say this Have you been to a protest before? No. I haven't either, but I've seen videos. Um, I feel like I would be get super bored at a protest after like 20 minutes. <laughs> like, we got to update protest. We got to have some music. Need some drums. You ain't trying to hear no, no justice, no peace for about three hours? <laughs> Just... I know that's a weird thing to say, but like, that's a lot of chanting from no. like, no the one's going to be watching. <laughs> the protest here was lit. Like they, they started off with the black cowboys riding in on horses. It was okay. like, it, it was lit. Like it was a good, yeah. it was a good time. I watched it on TV. Like they started off with the, literally like black men on <laughs> in their boots and riding horses coming <laughs> with their hats. And then like, they had like Bun B was there and like a whole bunch of like other like Gerald Green was there hmm. and like a whole bunch of people like Beak and then they had like a little rally and then they went about their business. It was only yeah. about three hours. 
It was only about three hours. Yeah, but I had that thought. Well, because I saw, I saw a protest with uh, in New York with uh, Pop Smoke, mm-hmm. that rapper playing. Mm-hmm. It was live. I was like, man, th- I need to get this protest. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just um, you don't start turning protesting the whole whole concert. <laughs> that hey, is not. That's a lot. That's that. I mean, because I'm always I'm I'm just thinking way too big picture sometimes. You trying to turn um, up ACL? <laughs> just, like, let's have some fun while we're at it. I mean, yeah, I know it's horrible, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Weird thing to say. He said, "He said, smile through the pain." That's what she said. Yeah, I don't know. Um, wait, I, I got. I'm just throwing some topics. I, um, has no one figured out that? These piles of bricks are obviously government-induced. Yes. <laughs> it's so obvious. Yes. And everyone's, like, trying to figure – like, when everyone is trying to figure out the same thing and there's no footage of it, it's, like, at been, two plus two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that – I saw that. I was like, man, that is nasty, too. Everything is – Fifty percent of the fifty percent of this is great. Fifty percent of this is ugh. Makes your stomach crawl. Um, but all right, what? Something else. Uh, um, can what is it? Oh, I random thought yesterday. I wonder what. Cause remember that our uh, Dallas had that the Botham Jean, Botham Jean killing. Was that the apartment? Yeah, the apartment thing. I remember the brother had like that viral moment on t- on that the courthouse. Yes. I'm kind of like, where's he at now? I'm like, kind of just, I'd rather, I want to see his thoughts. Then we go out the next night after that happened, and we met a Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, it was that <laughs> week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw Black Panther in the flesh. Like we knew it was a Black Panther. Like that it was just obvious. <laughs> um but um what else what I had happened, um happened to that case, by the way. You what? Whatever happened, by the way. They charged that girl and she's in jail forever. <laughs> I mean or at least no at least like think twenty years. Ten to twenty. You know, and people still kinda of mad about that, I get. Um but uh Oh yeah. Oh, uh, with Kanye and activism, um, Kanye donated two million dollars. He's the quietest person right now, and he don't he's donated the most out of anybody. I just want to say like that's I like that. Let's give let's give that credit. And he donated the two million not to charities where they'll take fifty percent. He, he gave them to the families of Arbery, George Floyd, and there was one other. Uh, I was like, okay, he. And he's paying for uh, George Floyd's daughter to go to college. Yeah. See, that's. That's strange. You know, it's like. <laughs> um, so that, that's really cool. Um, but. Yeah, we should. I think that's all I. 
had to get off my chest. Um, I'm going to throw last uh, last thing. So Joe Biden had like a photo op thing at a black church like three days ago or something. Yeah. It was like kind of cringy too. It was weird. I'm just like, someone throw Joe Biden in a basement. Cause he could he could have went in default if like the situation keeps going, like just that's just like a statement. I was just like, man. Neither pre- neither candidate can do anything right. <laughs> and like uh, in the stands, so um yeah that's all i had um yeah yeah i'm excited for nba season to be back july 31st nba season back um i think so it will be weird um kind of gave up on it so it's just kind of like it's weird to see it back with 22 teams and disney world and so weird um because you were so prominent uh, every podcast the NBA ain't coming back this the NBA ain't coming back oh well, we'll see what the second wave does of the virus <laughs> oh. so you think there'll be a second wave yeah if there is going to be a second wave it's, it's going to be either manageable it's going to be very chill or it's going to be three times as worse as uh First wave. First wave. Um, my mom sent me this graph of like, this is a big medical research team and they made a chart and it, <laughs> it was like, you know, the hill is like a uh, hilly and stuff like showing the waves of this virus. And I was like, Oh, okay. We're past, we're past that big wave. And my mom was like, no, they projected it. We're before that big wave. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, We'll see. Um, but I, I'm just impressed how the NBA got all these dates ready, like NBA lottery in August or like October or something, August 25th. And they're already scheduling for next year. I just want to start December. I'm like, okay, they, they were really desperately trying to have a season. Um, so what was it? It will be weird with 22 teams. I was watching, there's a first take clip of uh, they asked Stephen A, does he feel bad for the other eight teams? And he was like, hell no. It's <laughs> 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 like, I was like, yeah. Um, it's going to be weird with the NBA finals at Disney World in October. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Yeah, what do you think of it? This is- it's it's weird. I hope it happens. Um, but apparently it's like an eight regular season games they're gonna play, and then there's a possible fight for the eight seed. Like this is it's kind of weird, but I'm glad they're still doing East West. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I think it's like nine teams in the West, thirteen in the East. Right. I think no. Yeah, yeah. It's thirteen. Yeah, thirteen West, nine East. Yeah. Um. Twenty-two teams. Yeah. When they when I saw that they had the NBA draft set the date, I was like, "Oh, okay. They're they're really moving." Um. 
Yeah, it'd be cool to see. Um, yeah, definitely weird in the fall. I'm still doubting it, though. I don't know. I just – because what? what happens if, like, before a game, a player of each gets the virus? Well, they said they're going to test every player before each game, so – We'll see. But I feel like you think the coronavirus is going to be around for like three, four years. No, 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 no. Not three, four years. But like, it'll be, a, no, it'll be around for a while. But like the way, the second wave, I feel like, I don't know. I'm preparing for the worst. It's a saying. But, um, what is it? The virus, what is it? Coronavirus, there will be a vaccine. Like, we're going to have to take it. It'll be weird just because it'll be, like, one of those shots of, like, you know, you go to the doctor, get your flu shot, you get your coronavirus shot. Um, so that would be definitely, like, a change. You getting the vaccine, bro? No, they're putting uh, – what they tell us? They're putting Mask of the Beast in there, bro. They might. I don't know. Uh, vaccine. So – I was asking my parents, I was like, when did y'all, when did the flu shot happen? Or like, when did, uh, what did y'all do when y'all got the flu? And they were just like, we just got the flu. And so I was like, wow, I think we're going to get to that point too. Like if you get the coronavirus, you get the coronavirus. Um, but yeah, apparently my dad had the flu big time. I think I told you like when he was 18. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we shall see. Uh, what else is there? Honestly, the world's boring, so you gotta, you gotta, die. you gotta die. Um, what'd you say? That the world is boring, the world is boring right now. Everybody's doing the same oh. thing. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, unemployment went down. Yeah, that's good. I, I keep seeing that. Like, tell me why I went to the ESPN and they show him the cornhole. I say I'm. Turning. <laughs> they stay on that. <laughs> um, no, I saw one where like they had cornhole and they like played with mask on. Yeah, I saw that too. And I'm just like, what did y'all like? How do they pick them up? Or I guess they just picked up their own. I would assume. Um, but let's see. Oh, uh, I know this is like a dead horse topic, a beat to death topic, whatever. Um, dead horse. <laughs> when someone, you know, uh, when someone refers to someone as like black or like African American, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> I feel like African American is a word that like white people made up. So like with like a respect thing. Instead of just calling someone black. <laughs> black. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I maybe in this I don't know. Okay, so like, like I I care more about the n-word like i it bothers the freak out of me like when i hear black people call other black people the n-word i'm like fam 
we can't just change change it from er to a and imagine <laughs> like this word is still degrading you can't just take this word and claim it our own i'm like it bothers me when people say it but to answer your question i really don't care what people call me you can call me african-american you can call me black i mean technically i've never been to like africa like a, you know african ancestor so therefore it makes me african-american because we're a descent of where we came from but like i don't see when people get triggered when they get called black african-american i'm like why yeah um i mean i only way only time i use the word african-american is if like if i'm in a professional setting or i don't know the person you ain't trying to be in an interview be like yeah my friend black (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no if it's my friend yeah i don't know <laughs> like i would never tell you hey you're african-american right i mean i would never like be like yo you caucasian like yeah I no one okay no one says caucasian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm caucasian caucasian is just a funny word um uh, no, I don't. So weird. Uh, yeah, I've always been a weird topic. Um, but how do you feel like when other black people say the N word and like everybody's used it, using the N word? Like, what's like? I guess your your thought on like the N word? I know you ain't using it because you ain't trying to get jumped out here in the streets. So yeah. Like, <laughs> um. Well, you know, I remember. They would always call me the N word uh, <laughs> at the schools. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know. It was just like a weird feeling. I'm like, okay. I, I always, when someone, you know, at these situations, it was always like a, you know, a friend or something. They call me the N word. I'm just like, all right, you're comfortable with me. Um, but. What is it? Uh, it's an interesting topic to talk about, but what's it? Um, inward. Yeah, they would call it to me. Oh, and they would always be like, say it, say it, say it. Like, to be honest, <laughs> I was just like, I'm 15 years old, dog. <laughs> so, yeah, they would always like tease me about it. Yeah, so. Uh, they were baiting you. There was like no, a bait. Yeah, of course. <laughs> They were ready to jump on you, bro. As soon as you said it, it was over for you. <laughs> um, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, you can say it. Say it. Say it. Um, but I was like, I, I was self-aware. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm the only one. I'm the only white person here. I mean, let me, let me, let me take my chances and not say it, you know? <laughs> and so um, – uh-huh. If you would have said it, you wasn't you wasn't getting past the ball the rest of the season. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, at that age, I feel like if I did say it, there would have been not mean. Like I don't know. We're at fifteen at that age. I don't like no one. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird. Um. Do you believe in like the death penalty? <laughs> You've asked me this question once a year. Um, it changes every time. It, it depends. It changes. You asked me that. Time. You asked me that question. I was washing dishes one time, 
Uh, <laughs> I like ten a.m. Your strange um, tickets every year. Uh, it really just depends. Um, no, no death penalty. I feel like at worst it should be like seventy years in prison. I mean, that's pretty bad itself, you know. I've never understood the whole he gets two life sentences. Yes, I'm like, what? <laughs> so, I like, I like. They know something about about life that we don't. Like, you gonna like, come back as soon as you're reborn, throw that baby in jail. Life. I always remember seeing like some seventy year old get in prison, and he gets like a fifty year life sentence. Fifty year sentence. I'm just like, I'm doing the math. I'm like, he'll be dead. And so, <laughs> uh, the death penalty just straight up no. Because even if that person did the worst thing ever, just killing somebody just feels weird. I feel like 70 years in prison or like, you know, a lot of years in prison is enough. Um, so what do you think? Do you think there's a death penalty? Uh, actually, I don't. I agree with you. I honestly, I think like on a surface level, if you just like to ask somebody to be like, yeah, I believe like in the death penalty, but like, I just don't believe that just because they took a human life doesn't mean we have to play, you know, the creator of the universe and decide their fate. Yeah. Um, can, can some of them, like, choose to die? Like... <laughs> no, nah, I ain't spend the rest of my life in prison. Give me, give me the death <laughs> penalty, you know? <laughs> well, hey, some people have that. <laughs> like, they'd be, they'd be I would think about it. Sense. I would consider it. Um... You'd rather, you'd rather, uh, I guess, yeah, fair point. I was like, you'd rather be shot up with a lethal injection than sit. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I had to pick a, no, if I had to pick a way to die, yes. But I'm saying, like, if I, if I get 60 years of, if I'm like 70 years old and I get life in prison, I want that option. Like, I want to have the option of being like, you know what? I could kill myself, but I'm not, you know. Okay, but why can't you just, like, kill yourself in prison without, like, the injection? That's just too much. Nah. Really? Uh, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> you know the process for the whole, like, death penalty? Like, you know, you get brought up to, like, a room, strapped up in chairs, and you get, like, put the injection in. Like, no, that, that's a lot. The injection is much more smooth than, like, trying to kill yourself in prison or, like, hanging yourself. No, ugh. Would you ever want to sit through a person getting put to death uh you're asking the wrong person uh yes i do too weirdly just to i don't know just to see i want to see how fast it kills them <laughs> um yeah people I'm just out of straight curious what people gonna watch this episode and be like oh there's something wrong with you just out of straight curiosity. That that's literally it. Out of, um, but because the death penalty is still like a valid option for like most states, right? I think. I don't know. I have to do the research. But off the top of my head, I know Texas and Florida. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like feel like it's only like two states, but I don't, I don't know how many states like care the death penalty. Yeah. Um. Um. All right. Let's wrap this up. Um, uh, you have any other 
last second. Rant. Um, yeah, we'll see what this movement does. Um, What's worse, the, the cancel culture or the Me Too movement? Uh, uh, cancel culture? The Me Too movement's actually like a movement, though. I mean, they're kind of the same, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Me Too movement's kind of like it's not the same, but it's like in that category of like, you know, Black, Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, but yeah, they're both, they both can cancel you at any time. Right. Um, but instead of canceling, I feel like you just talk to them. But if you want to cancel, hey, that's you, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, my conclusion sentence is do what you want. Less talk, more action. If you want to cancel somebody, if you want to riot some, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, just do what you want, man. Um, yeah, at the end of the day. All right. Any last second? You do what you want when you're popping. That's what I've been telling you. <laughs> exactly. All right, Song of the Week shout-outs. Uh, song of the Week for me is... Uh, future high tech tech no high tech tech oh my god <laughs> yeah there's always one or two songs that i like off each album um mine would be paris by magic man what magic man yes is this like a popular artist uh no oh oh you're a hipster now he said I'm a hipster. I <laughs> sure. oh. Magic. Ma- magic. This is a band. <laughs> this is a band. It's a group. I. <laughs> okay. You group. just hate. You just be hate. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, just, you just. These people. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. All right. Magic man. Um. All right, shout outs. Shout out everybody rioting, protesting. Do y'all's thing. Shout out. Shout out to Rachel Stafford. She always texts me almost after like every episode. She texts me after this last episode. She was like, I watched like your podcast and like it was great. Like I see like you and Shiloh are still doing it. So shout out Rachel Stafford. Really? Yeah, she she, she's, like, she's like a frequent like listener. Yeah. But no uh, way. What she did she text me after each episode? No, well, she texted me after this past one. She's like, I've been, I've been watching and like seeing you on there. She listens, yeah. Oh, okay. Shout out Rachel Stafford. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, that's all we got. All right, well, everybody, thanks for listening, watching, whatever. Um, Go protest, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got advanced accounting to do. Right? <laughs> wake up, wake up before him, like you do. Do your advanced accounting. The the protests don't start till three, at least. There, there's so much. I have to do so much. It's way too much. I have to protest. I have to get. I have to shower. I have to drive. It's a twenty minute drive to Dallas. I don't know where the protests are. Look, you got social media. You know where the protests it, are. It's two hours. Oh, there's there's a protest at Mansfield High School. No. 
Yeah, go Link. Go Link. <laughs> no, the only reason they're having a protest at Mansfield High School, there was a photo that resurfaced. It was shocking to me. Uh, a photo that resurfaced from like the 60s or some 50s. And it was like a lynching. It was a black man just hanging in the middle. And you can see Mansfield High School. And then you see all these white kids taking a picture in front of it. I was like, wow. So, yeah, I was like, dang. Looking at Mansfield High School different. But they're, you know, I'm not surprised. Or, yeah, whatever. Um, but I think that picture was like from the 30s. Man. Lynch. That's crazy. Um, yeah, all right, let's get out of here. We can talk for days. Um, all right. Yes. Yeah, let's get some weird thing. Go ahead. Get your rant, get your rant on about lynching. lynching. You, you got a Just, lot on your chest. No, lynching. Like, seeing a black person be like, yo, we got to hang you. And just the thought process of that is nuts. Right? Yes. It's like the fact that, like, (laughs) you got to go, like, bring this person, put their their head around this, like, rope, and then just watch them hang like a pinata. He got lynched. Hang, wait. Okay, why is it just not called hanging? I don't know. I don't know. It was lynching just because it was like hanging black people. Um, I don't know. I also feel like they hit you while you're like. What? <laughs> they hit you while oh, you're an actual like pinata. Yeah. Oh. So maybe that's why, because like you know, like a lot of people that were like hung, but like they survived. Like their back was all tore up from like the lynching they got. Man. Man. Ah, man. It's a weird world. All right. to, to everybody out there, go watch 13th if you want to understand more. Yeah. Everybody just learn their history and question everything. Right. That's all. All right. Peace. Peace.